Blog Talk Radio. everybody welcome to the Neil and Kristen Baker psychic hour we are a little late today but we could not get on for some reason the dial-in feature was not working so we're here we have a caller in the queue and I do need to post the show to our Facebook pages so others know that we're broadcasting today but also want to let those who are listening know our phone number 914-338-0164 is the call number please do put Please do press one. Tongue twister. Please do press one. Say that five times fast, Neil. I did to myself. <laughs> okay. Um, yes. Please. I want to remind our oh. listeners to. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, we thank you for your donations. You really helped us out this year. And uh, if you'd be so kind, you know, contribute uh, whenever you can. Small, small donations of five dollars will help us out as we continue to uh, stay on the air and um, start to face our charges for next year. So we face our charges. <laughs> we're, we're 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 up for a tribunal. Yeah. Uh, but we appreciate it, and uh, we're here for we you. Do, we do uh, appreciate it. Uh, so if if you do want to make a donation, you may get in touch via our Facebook pages. Um, or call us at the 562-596-7818 number. Again, the number to call today, 914-338-0164, press 1 to speak with us. And, of course, we invite you to join us on Facebook and on Twitter. Those accounts are linked on our blog talk radio profile, Neil and Kristen Baker Psychic. And I'm talking slowly because I'm trying to figure out what I'm posting here on Facebook. There. Now, on air now, we do have a caller from 407, and I'm going to bring that caller on while I post. It's very hard for me to do two things at once. Okay. Hi there. It's Michelle. Hi there. Yeah. Hi, Kristen and Neil. Happy New Year. Hi. Happy New Year. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm all right. Have you guys had any crazy weather where you live? It's been very rainy the past um, few weeks, on and off. I mean, mm. it's never enough rain for me, but right. it's been rainier than usual. What about you? Uh, no, I mean, it's just, it's pretty normal here. Nothing nothing extreme. We had a few cold days, but uh, now it's starting to warm up. But, I mean, I saw California was having all sorts of, like, really insane rain. So that's why I was just curious. Yeah, I mean, in our area specifically, I'm not sure if there were, I, I, 
you know, like an hour away from us, there's been like down trees, cars that are, you know, in, immersed in the water and things like that. Um, and certainly oh. in Northern California, it's been much worse. There were some deaths, I think, um, with, because of the, because of the storms, but yeah, Southern California that's what I've is seen in the news. Here. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, well, I was just curious about that. Um, well, thank you for asking. you were in California. Yeah, no thank problem. You and you're 101474, did I remember? 101774. 10, 1717, 1774, I'm sorry. 101774. That's okay. Okay. But 3043. That's okay. You know what? I was going between, I mean, I was bouncing between 1014 and 1017, and I added the up. I'm like, 1014, no, oh, that's right, but I made an addition error because I know you're a 30 equals 3. So, anyway. Okay. We have it straight, okay. 10, okay. And um, go ahead with your question, Michelle. Okay. Um, I, I wanted to, you know, see if I could get an update on this issue because, um, you know, I'm looking for a long-term relationship and we had talked about me meeting somebody and that still hasn't happened. I don't really know what's going on. <laughs> so if maybe you, because it, it's honestly quite upsetting. So I just wanted to know if you could give me an update where we're at with this. Well, I thought you were going to ask about relationship today, to be honest. I mean, there's other things we could have been talked about that we could have talked about. Your father, for example, the Agent Orange thing or a connection with him, your career, but I thought you were going to ask about a relationship just on the starting date. And there's nothing that's come through for you at all. No date, nope. nothing. No. Okay. So I just want to figure out where you are on a mobile call while you talk. You're, uh, you're 39 years old, right? No, she's 48. She's on a multiple. 74, 84, 94, 2004. She's oh, born in 74, right? not 84. She's 48, right? yeah. She's 48. No, I'm 48. Right? She's born at the end of the year. 48. She so, will be 49. Okay. So here's our situation, Michelle. When you look at your master number three, you've gone through 16 cycles so far of your master number. Okay. So now we're talking about a relationship which we feel you're you're going to have because you have a one zero one that's an eleven which which is a two in your month and day and seventy four becomes an eleven so that's the relationship uh, thing now when you look at your uh, multiples you've gone through sixteen cycles of your multiples so you are right now in the area of having a relationship according to the standards of how far you had to go to get one. Notice you were born on the 17th. That's your next cycle. That's your next cycle. So the worst case, the worst of all the cases would be three years from now. The best of all the cases would be this year. It's somewhere in that vicinity where you meet this person. And I'll tell you this, the person has something to do with um, flight. He flies, he's a pilot. Aircraft, he's got an airplane. That would be There's nice. There's something to do with a pilot. Now, your relationship with pilots or airplanes, 
may play into this, even in terms of how many times you've been on a plane. So you could answer it there, and we can start off at the track right there. But I, your relationship... I, go on. Your relationship is going to be within three years, if not this year. Okay, go ahead. I taught English to airplane pilots. I worked at an aviation school. Well, we knew nothing about that. We knew she taught English, but not about the aviation no. school. So just to clarify no. what we knew. We knew we nothing was... about you teaching aviation pilots. So you see. Yeah, Michelle, it was about a year. I did it for a year. doesn't matter. You did it. That's what matters. Mm-hmm. And what matters is that it's so obscure to bring up. The fact that you had such a solid answer to it reassures us that your relationship is anywhere between this year and your 17th cycle. We'll try to put it at this year. I will say this. The likelihood of it being this year has something to do also with gambling. That's Some, what I was getting. That yeah. was what I was getting. Yeah, you just um, – it's okay. I was getting cards. Okay. So that's what I was getting. Then you said flight, and I thought, oh, not what I was going to say. But – Interestingly, interestingly, I mean, the flight reference, going back to that momentarily, I mean, it's not like you said, well, I travel a lot. I mean, that would have been more obscure, obscure, a softer hit. This is so specific, especially, especially, I mean, you taught pilots English. Yeah, yeah. So, you see, what that means is that that what what it attaches itself to is this tribal kind of past life journey that you reincorporated in this lifetime. And because of this significant recognition and validation, rest assured you really I want to ask about cards because or the gambling, which used the gambling, but I was seeing playing cards. Anything with playing cards, any references you can out of um I, I like I like card games. Um, I'm pretty good at them, and I used to play them with my parents all the time. Okay. So that's – but it also could be a signal of the person that's coming forward well, in, in terms of their interest. Yeah. You see, that's but you I said think. a key word. You said parents right. were in the form of family, family. thing. And as far as we're <laughs> in the form of family thing, that's another – you're going to be in a relationship, and probably – but you're going to be in one. Um, you're probably too old to have children. I'm not concerned about that. Yes. Have you ever in your life been to Las Vegas? Yes, I have. And did you gamble or play slot machines? Um, I, I mean, yeah, I did a little bit. But actually, when I when I got married, um, I got married in Las Vegas. Oh, well, there you go. She got married in Las Vegas. Oh, Michelle, Michelle, we, we don't need to prove anymore. Well, okay? she does. She knows. She knows. She knows. No, However, I, I, I believe you. I just, I mean, want to know. This has been really long. When's your last relationship? How long has it been? I mean, you you had relationships when we were on the show. I mean, when you were calling our show, I remember men. Well, I mean, I used to be. I used to be married, but not, those things were very. Short-lived and nothing turned out. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Nothing. But what would you say last, aside from your marriage, the last relationship that went beyond a date? Three years? 
and it was very short-lived. Three years. I mean, did it go to the point of intimacy, total intimacy, or was it? I mean, yeah, but I mean, this thing only lasted like three months. Three years, three months. You're, you know, that's in your your master number. So three years ago lasted three months. You have problems. Well, and you do in relationships. So that is embedded in your code. You've got it in your 101, as Neil was pointing out, in your 74. So you came into the world with problems in relationships from past lives. You have um, difficulty in the family, in, the, in, in, in your family of origin. You had a difficult relationship with your mother. So we already know that from the starting gate, you've got problems in relationships. And that's transferred over to a marriage that didn't work out and then obtaining a relationship going forward. But we are getting validation that you're going to get into a relationship. Now, as far as how you're going to get there, I mean, could it happen organically? Yes. Are you doing any traveling coming up? Are you staying pretty much in Florida? Um, I'm probably going to go to Ireland in the spring. So you are going to be doing some traveling. Okay. Um, are you going for work? Or I mean, obviously, you're not teaching English to Irish people. <laughs> so no. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang out with some Brazilians, and they don't speak English. So. Um, no, I'm going for fun. So you're going for fun. You know, right. um, you don't really grasp karma and what it's about and what you have to go through. You know, that sucks to settle your mind first. You had some karma from past lives to get through regarding relationships. And it sort of distorted your spiritual walk at that, in that lifetime. So you're making up for that time. What's fortunate for you is that in this lifetime, you get to have your heart back. You get to have your union, your, your balance, your 7-4 comes back, that spirit and heart. That becomes an 11, which is a 2. That's a relationship. So you, you really, in my testing of life, you don't, you're, you're, you're just following through a path that was already set out for you. And the destiny of my relationship, if I were you, I wouldn't worry about it. I mean, it'll come organically. The only thing that you will, you might experience before you have this relationship is that you'll be looking at new shoes. You'll be fitting your feet for new shoes. And then somehow from that moment, somewhere within a month or two, you get this relationship. That's the only thing in that's kind of weird. She's going to run out for new shoes today. <laughs> I mean, as far as, so, so as far as it happening organically, I mean, there's not really anything we can say, like, go on a dating website, go, you know, go to, go to bar, you know, go yeah. to your, your trivia games, whatever you do. Um, that's not what her connection are with shoes. What, uh, what, what's your connection with shoes? Why am I asking? What's your connection with I, shoes? I mean, I like shoes. I, I mean, I like um, shoes. There's nothing, like there's nothing else going on. Nothing specific. Nothing specific. I don't, I don't have a plan to buy any shoes. shoes right now. I don't need anything. When's right the now? last time you bought a pair of shoes? A very, oh, a year ago, maybe, and there were nothing special. In your collection of shoes, do you have any, like, I guess you would call them apricot 
colored shoes or kind of high heels? That particular color, no. Well, maybe you're thinking apricot. Are you thinking like peach? Or are you thinking more peach, nude? Peach, yeah. More I, a nude. Peach. Well, peach or nude. Yeah. I've got well, nude. nude. That's not a problem. I've nude. got nude. Nude is a, I mean, yeah, nude I is a state of apricot. Probably nude. More beigey, but yeah. you can get a pink or a, or a they're kind of light and soft a, colored shoes. That would I, I mean a woman would someone might have a pair of peach colored shoes, but a nude pair of shoes would be more That's common. Cool. And sometimes they can be you know a warmer tone nude yeah. than a cooler tone nude. And have you been to any weddings in the last two years? The last two years, no. Do you have any siblings? No, I don't. Okay, let's just play a little game here. Um, A common name, Catherine, Kathy. Who's Kathy? I don't care how small the person is. (laughs) Kathy is the name name of an old neighbor across the street. Um, I'm friends with her daughter. Oh. Okay, well, you know, we're, we're here in the radio. We're trying to help you out. We're getting validations all around. You're seeming a little bit still confounded about when and why. And we're trying to tell you over and over again that we're seeing this relationship coming in. I wouldn't be anxious about it. I would just sort of. She's anxious about it. She is? Well, I, 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 I am anxious. It's been like a decade. I know, but you you got to hear what we're saying. You're on a karma line. It's been like a decade because of your karma and your trouble in relationships. You can take your brain and go, well, if that's what I'm going through because of past life transgressions, and you're telling me that I'm, cl- I'm climbing out of it very, very soon, then that makes sense. That's what that's how your brain should be operating right now. Instead of saying, well, it's been 10 years. I don't know. You know, he's fine. These foundations are fine. You know, this is really entertaining. But, you know, and if you keep repeating how long it's been, That's gonna you're you going to keep yourself stuck. What you should be saying is, okay, I had to go through it. And what you're saying as visionary psychics is one's coming up very soon, perhaps this year. And I don't really have to do that much to get there, but as far as psychics are concerned, you're seeing it. If you could just stay on that line, we're going to be better off than you repeating your, to yourself your how bad everything is. Yeah. I mean, it's understandable. As I, I, it's valid. <laughs> what you're feeling is valid. You're valid to feel frustrated. But if you stay feeling frustrated, you will stay stuck. That's the problem. So, okay, you can say, okay, it's right. I I understand the frustration is normal, but what do I have to do to get out of it so I can get to the place of being in a relationship? That's that's what you have to do. That's where you have to put your mind, which can may be challenging. Yeah, right now. Okay, Michelle, what's your parents' birth dates? My mom, my mom is um, one... It was yesterday, actually. It was one seventeen forty seven, and my dad was June ninth, forty three. Okay, so here's the thing. I thought 
you were going to say that perhaps one of your parents was born 48, just because it's your age. Your mom is born 47. I'm not that far off. I'm not that right. far off. So do they have a solid marriage? Well, I mean, they're both passed away. <laughs> but, but oh, I mean, they didn't divorce. They stayed together. Were they, wait a minute. Well, how did they pass so early in life? He had, a, he had disease because of um, the military. My dad, my dad had, like, Agent Orange and breathing problems and heart problems. My mom had um, diabetes and strokes. Wait, oh. was it your, okay. her mom was 47? So here's what I think. 47? She was more than 47. That is a car relationship. I, wow. No, I know. You're, I know. I mean, I mean, 10, 17, she's born on 1, 17. You're born in 74. She's born in 47. I, I mean, it, it's like. It, here's what, here's my take on it. I think your mom is coming through. The same and, karmic master. And trying to talk through us to give us information because suddenly I heard ask about parents. I think that voice came from mom. And I think your mom was trying to allude to me that there was a similar year going on. And there was. Mm-hmm. So you just got information from your mother, in my mind. She just connected to That's you. nice. And she's telling you that you're, that we're right. That's what I'm hearing. Do you have any physical obstacles? Are you like overweight? No. I mean, is there anything about you that would cause a disruption? To, uh, I, I mean, 400-pound women can be in relationships. I, I don't mean that, but just ask. No, I mean, there's really nothing wrong with me. I'm a little overweight, but not that much. Okay, that's all I need to hear. I, you know, Michelle, there, you, you, you should understand what we're saying. Now you got a message from your mom. Now you got a message from your mom. And what has to do with the subject of birds? A bird in a cage, a pet bird, birds anything with a bird. Birds have come through. Didn't your dad have a bird? No, I had a I had a bird when I was a kid, but my mom liked hummingbirds. Okay, okay. Michelle, we we could spend the rest of the day playing these little psychic connection games. What I, we're saying to you is, I think I think your best attitude now would be to change your your mind about how your life is going regards to relationship. If I were in your shoes with my knowledge and my experience. Do apricot pumps? Yeah. And wearing my high heels that I love. If I were in your shoes, I would be following my advice. This is what I'd be doing if I were you. I'd be expecting this relationship to come in. It's kind of a karmic relationship from past life. That it's a man that's looking to settle down. He's gone through life long enough to know that now he knows what he wants and he wants a companion. He doesn't want to be alone. He wants a woman beside him. He wants to travel. He wants to have fun. He wants a companion. And you're the one he's going to find. And I think that's based upon the validations we we have. I think there is a connection. I think your mom is trying to suggest that we're right. And that's what I would do. The other thing is, have you done anything with curtains lately? Have you your curtains in your home, clean them, um, notice um, them. The, curtain, the curtains in my home, I, I, I want to wash them. And in fact, I might do that tomorrow. Okay. 
Michelle, I don't know what else. What do you want me to do? Stand on my head to convince you? <laughs> you know, no. how, what more do we so you need? Believe to- me, you don't want him to attempt that. Now we jump to curtains, and you've been thinking about cleaning them. How can we jump from pilots to Las Vegas? to your mom, to birds, to curtains. I mean, if you don't believe us, then I don't know. No, I, I absolutely believe you. I absolutely believe you. And, and, I, and I understand that I need to change my, my, my attitude and my thoughts about this is being so long. Yeah. That, I understand that. One. Energy is probably going back to a past life when you were a very depressed person and, and sad touched your life. So you don't want to bring up those those mental because molecules. This, this, because the sabotage that was that that you you created in a past life will transfer over to this life and you'll sabotage yourself in this life from happiness. So we get that it's challenging because of what you brought in from past life, but if you keep moving forward with the knowledge that that's what you did bring in from past life and you will get through it in this li- lifetime, though there's been somewhat of a delay in terms of what you feel or how quickly you should feel a relationship should come in, know that you're on course. Okay. 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 Anything else you want to say, Michelle? Um, no. No, I think I'm good right now. Are you Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. So basically, it's between now and three years, right? Now, three years, but it could happen sooner. I mean, I have a well, feeling that this trip, there was something about the trip that came into, you know, I thought you would be traveling, you are traveling. So there's something about the trip that could bring a relationship in, my estimation. But you've got to keep yourself very positive. Okay. She doesn't sound positive. You sound depressed. I am. I am. I am depressed. So, but I understand that I need to get rid of that. I got that. I got that. Yeah, Yeah. you got got to get rid of it because it 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 can ultimately sabotage you and delay the process. I think you're going to be religious, but but if I were you, I would um, I would I would release depression. You have to kind of do it with your own mind. You have to go into the optimistic brain cells that you've got and start believing in that and not playing the old recordings or the purple recordings. So it takes a little bit of effort on your part. Um, can I ask you a question since you're still sure. on the caller right now? Yeah. Uh, when was the last time you had uh, canned peaches? Canned peaches? Yeah. Um. I don't, I don't, probably when I was a kid, that's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, Did your mom ever, uh, okay, let's play a little game. Did you have a swing set, did you have a swing set in your backyard or any kind of playful apparatus? Absolutely, yeah, I had a swing set, yeah. Okay, so do you recall like in a black and white old photograph of your memory your mom playing with you on the swing, pushing you, laughing. No, my mom didn't do that. But next to the swing set, temporarily, we had an ice skating rink, and and it was there. You had an ice skating rink? Sorry, yeah, I don't no, want to. It's not normal. It, it, no, it's but... not. 
No, no, it's a very strange. It's, so we had a pool, and the pool broke, and we removed the pool, and my dad put, put the hose, put, put water on in the winter, and I had an ice skating rink. Oh, how fun. Okay, so, okay, so all this kind of is this concoction is all still working. Um, uh, does the name Francis mean anything to you, Fran or Francis? That's my mom's middle name, and my dad used to call her he used to call her Fran or Francis. Okay. I don't know what else you want us to do. You know, <laughs> what, what I'm, you know, I, I, we're psychics. We're the real thing. Right. And, you know, what your mom is saying is like Cher would say, snap out of it. Snap out of this ridiculous process oh. you have. It's nothing but a delay in your consciousness towards having a relationship who is George? Who is a George? George. There was a George. There was a George when I was in high school. I didn't know a him well. George, you didn't know him well, but he was with. He was at your high school. What was his? Yeah. Like, what was his? What, give us a little rundown on him, George. Did he live in the I, jungle? No, 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 no. I, I always, I always think when I. Well, I think that name is funny because when I was learning Spanish, he was in that class. And so the kids didn't call him Jorge. They used to call him Hey Whore. <laughs> and I just <laughs> always thought that was funny. <laughs> learning. In, so he was in your Spanish class, which is speaking people. Um, but well, like they called him Hey Whore, obviously wrong. But what, yeah. uh, what was his position? Like, was he a, Sports player? Was he nerdy? I mean, what was his? Give us a. I mean, I think maybe he did play. uh, He may have played football. The only thing I remember about him is he was Greek. He was Greek. We're all George. I think. Don't we have a restaurant called George's Greek? Yeah, there is. I don't know if it's a Greek name, but anyway. Um, Okay. So. But you weren't attracted to him, nothing like that. No, I thought he was. Yeah, no, I liked him. He didn't pay much attention to me. Oh, so you found him attractive, but he didn't pay much attention to you. Correct. So that's more of the matter, and that's what you're feeling right now in in the context of your world that you're not getting much attention paid to you by men you probably that you may find attractive. Exactly. That's that's happened time and time again. Well, uh, you know, I, I think I think this is a lesson in attitude and, and not confusing that with your history or your current situation. I think it's an attitude history lesson that you have to change your thought process because it seems to me that you're familiar with kind of maybe not depression, but maybe mild depression or built on uncertainty. I don't think you have severe depression. In other words, if you have, if you got, had all your wishes made true, I don't think you're quite depressed. I think you're depressed because of your situational situation. And right. that doesn't mean that you don't have forms of depression that might be challenging at times, but I don't think you're chronically depressed. I think you're just... Um, you're just sad that 
life has not gone in exactly the way you wanted. But I'll tell you something. Um, you know, sometimes what we do, if I was an Indian chief right now, if I was this Indian spirit, I would say to you, look for the migration of the birds. Because when the migration of the birds are overhead and you see like star- storks or large birds flying in B formation, your man will come. And that might be an allusion to the pilot or the plane. But if I were to take this into sort of an American Indian dialogue and, and play the Indian for a minute, that's what I would say to you. Definitely with a migration. Are you near okay. the Everglades or anything in Florida near water? I live I live like ten minutes from the Gulf of Mexico. Do you see swans or storks or large water birds? Um, actually, yesterday, yesterday and the day before, well, no, two days, over the weekend, I saw, I was in the mangroves and I saw a bunch of birds, a lot of birds. I didn't know they were going to be in that area. Well, okay, so there's another indication. So what you should do, work on positive thinking. And not only that, but George came in and then it brought up your feeling this rejection from men that's traced back to being a teenager at least, right? So you rework your brain to let, you know, to release that energy of feeling rejected because obviously you're still, you're still, you still have emotion. I mean, you still have emotion attached to that. You still feel inferior in some regard because of those experiences you had at at a younger age. I agree. So you've got to work on letting go of that. Okay. I hope we Mm -hmm. helped that a little bit. Yeah, you did. I have to just sit down a minute and think about all of it. Just, yeah, sit down and think about all of it. Exactly. But I, I appreciate your time and your help. Thank you. Okay, Michelle. Okay, Michelle. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Okay. So we have, I don't know who to take first because they both came on at the same time. So, um, uh, okay. We'll take whose hand was 519 and then 738. Hi, Jennifer. Hello, Neil and Kristen. It's Jennifer. Hi. How are I'm, you? I, I'm good. I heard the name Francis and um, I thought I'd pipe in as that used okay. to be my last name. Yeah. Yes. We do know that from your multiple Facebook profiles. The thing about Francis, I had a grandmother named Francis, but unfortunately, there's another allusion to Francis that isn't so becoming. And that's the uh, donkey, donkey, donkey that used to be in the movies. Francis goes to the Navy. It was a donkey <laughs> with Donald O'Connor was his sidekick, and the donkey actually talked or like he had human characteristics. But he was very famous. He did a couple of movies. His name was Francis. I had a grandmother named Francis. Oddly enough, well, also the another name for a donkey is Jenny. Jenny, oh. that's right. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're fitting right in. 
It's all making sense. So let's get off this topic of asses and and what, what you know. Yeah. Uh, tell me, tell, share us. You know, you went. Kristen said you went to this brunch, this psychic brunch, and the yeah. food was lousy. Um, but can the food was lousy. Well, I would like to know about the food a little bit, but probably she would well, tell you me that. Well, you tell us a highlight as to, you know, the VIPs got readings, I understand. But can you give us a highlight as to how talented these psychics were? Well, they were, it was more of a mediumship type of thing. So, but they called it brunch with an angel, by an angel or something like that. So... My friend said she would walk me in, and then I wouldn't have it. I thought, you know, it's two-for-one tickets. I'll, I'll just pay. Um, and the seats were good, but they weren't on the floor. Um, so I, I invited a one. friend of mine who lives in Vegas. Oh, you, and pardon me? Two-for-one? You're saying you did two like you got a deal? Yeah, I got two-for-one because it was the day of and, you know, clearly not sold out. So, uh, But it was still like $160 for two tickets. So that's 80 each. So I'm expecting, you know, a pretty good brunch. But it was like uh, going to, say, the Days in and they're a breakfast buffet that you get free with your room. Uh, so <laughs> that was not impressive. And um, and the messages were great, but – and I didn't really get example. a message. Someone who got a message and it resonated, but I and then who's the friend that? I, maybe you don't want to sound like what your friend's name because there's three psychics. Now I saw one the on it. Oh, the woman's the your friend. Okay, yeah. so what's an example of like a really good connection someone made? It as someone who has seen a lot of platform mediums. Um, I'll say a good example would be, you know, you're wearing the ring right now that you got. They died of, like, basically everyone who, you know, was connecting with someone who's passed, they got a name, usually the age, what they passed of. So um, there was, you know, there was a lot of validation. There was a lot of proof of um, what that person had. You know, a couple people were off the mark every now and then, but that sometimes happens. So it's not, you know. People don't bat 100% all the time. But at some, and sometimes, like, if you're told to go to a specific table, right, and you have to give these people readings, you know, spirit comes through for anyone in the room, right? Because everyone's intention who went to that was probably to get a reading. Maybe not mine, maybe not my friend who was sitting with me. But like anyone everybody else is going to get connected with somebody yeah, on the other side, right. obviously. That's why they're paying that kind of exactly. money to go. So right. my, I guess my most my my issue was is if you're serving spirit, you're not just serving the expensive spirit. No. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, I, you know, my my issue, I guess, I mean, not that I have an issue, but my my misunderstanding, my concern with the misunderstanding of, I mean, the way the event is titled, I'm not sure who's responsible for that, but if. I was working as a psychic or Neil was working as a psychic at one of these events. We would not say, I mean, brunch by an angel. It shows a total misconception of the, the, the format or what, not the format, but the format should not be titled brunch by an angel when they're not making connections with angels. Angels do not walk the earth. They don't go to the bathroom. They don't take naps. They don't 
sleep at night. They don't, you know, go to work. So when you're connecting with dead souls, I mean, it shows there's a misunderstanding about what an angel is and what a, I, what a soul I, I, I'll is. I'll disagree with you on the they don't walk the earth. I've, oh, they I've had instances where they've taken physical form and gotten me out of scrapes. And they well, always they come in pairs. and physical form, I, but they're not human beings. They take physical form. Sorry, let me backtrack. They walk. Okay. Yeah, angels have walked the earth. I mean, in yeah. that terminology, but they are not human beings. They they don't they don't walk in. That's bullshit. Sorry. Mm-hmm. You, angels yeah. do not occupy human bodies. No, no, I would agree with you there. So, so we are in well, agreement. Except in the case where they're they're you know there for a specific purpose, like to get you out of a precarious situation. Right. So, they may appear as a human. They may yeah, look they, to yeah, be yeah. like a human, but they're not yeah. human. Yeah. They are right. not human beings. And they don't live and die and then go through an evaluation of a soul. It's not that angels are incorporeal beings. They don't have bodies. And yes, they can appear, but they're not really humans when they're appearing on the earth and you know right and when people pass away they don't become angels so correct i I would totally agree with you i would call it dying with the dead that's what i would call it (laughs) yeah that's a better title i think so yeah that's what makes then their understanding of what's going on on the other side i mean brunch by an angel i don't know if it was the 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 promoter that came up with the name because he thought it was clever we got to be careful because dining with the dead could be mistaken for being grateful. For being what? <laughs> a cannibal? No, grateful. Oh, the grateful oh, dead. Yeah, true. <laughs> if they're still alive, well, I don't you know. You don't want a bunch of dead souls talking about rock and roll. But, um, I, you know, you could say dining with souls... There's, Dying there's, with the crossovers, you know. But you know the the idea that you know spirits are going to gather more uh, readily to a to a brunch event because they're serving food and these are the memories that the because this is I watched this I'll send you the video on YouTube they did a promo for it on like some Las Vegas show and I did conveying was that was that spirits are going to more souls, spirits, are going to be more drawn to a meal event and come through because you're dying. I mean, that's just silly, but anyway. But, <laughs> yeah, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't think so. I think if spirit knows you're going to be at a specific place at a specific time, it makes it a little bit easier to just show up. You know, I, right. I, I say, like, yeah, like when you it's meditate or whatever. Thing, radio show. I mean, you know, they're going to come through to a psychic on a radio show because you're in the energy field of putting readings for people. So, yeah, they show up. But they, that's what the guy said. They said, well, you know, because it's, you know, about food and, and these are memories, you know, often we share memories of, of our, our experiences dining with our lost relatives that they're going to be more likely to show up because we're serving a brunch. Yeah. I mean, I've never had an <laughs> no, angel. I, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I've never lured, lured an angel into my vicinity with food. Uh, pastrami sandwich. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> anyway, but but anyway, we hope you had a good, you know, good trip otherwise, oh, and that there was better food than at the brunch. 
oh, you know what? It, I, I had so much, like, it, I wasn't really there for the food anyways. I was there to support my friend. But I would say, you know, other than the name, I, I would say it's probably a good thing to get people more accustomed to seeing mediums and, you know, paying and, you know, going out. And I, I think it's a I positive agree. thing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree with that. And, you know, getting people more accustomed, the general public more accustomed to the idea that there can be communication with the other side, which a lot of people don't believe normally. And people came from, like, all over the country just for this. Like, they they weren't planning on going to Vegas. They were coming just for this. So I think that's positive. this promoter did a job of selling the show. I mean, obviously it wasn't sold out, but I mean, how many people were there? Um, I would say maybe three hundred. Jada De Laurentiis was there. Exactly. You know the chef. Oh. The chef. The you know the chef that you did a reading with. Oh. You did a reading. Neil did a reading with her. Oh. He said she was. Very polite. You know, she's the granddaughter of, who is the De Laurentiis, the producer, director? Yeah, Dino. Dino De Laurentiis. Are you, he's, you know, big time movie yeah, guy. Yeah, I don't know this. And I didn't even really know her, but oddly enough, my boyfriend had mentioned the name because we drove by the restaurant, said, oh, I used to have a big crush on her, blah, blah, blah. And then the next day, he's like five feet away from her and didn't even recognize her. Really? Yeah. Well, 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 she was apparently very polite, as you said, Neil. You said she was extremely gracious. Yeah. Not, not always the case with celebrities. Anyway, Jennifer, we have to move on to seven oh eight. We're all right. Thank talking you. About brunch, but anyway, uh, I'll, I'll send you that link. Bye. Okay. Perfect. All right. Bye. Okay. Sorry, seven zero eight for keeping you waiting. Hi, this is Patty. I'm the one with the house and yeah, of course. And- we know, we know, and we wanted to thank you personally. We didn't get to reach you on the phone for your donation of the show. We so oh, no, that's, no problem. Oh, no problem. Um, thank you. I'm, oh, no problem. I'm, I'm still in a. I'm at my. Uh, I'm at my sister's house right now. Um, yeah, and you're. And, it, and it's really uncomfortable. Um, I feel like maybe there was a little lesson here. I learned. <clears throat> I understand. Uh, a lot, um, but I'm really quite depressed. Uh, I want to go back to my neighborhood um, sooner than than later, so I can find some place to live. Um, and I would be moving in with my son temporarily till I found an apartment. And I really want to go this weekend. Um, I just want to know what you pick up on that i mean i just i I feel like the the longer that i i stay here the harder it is for me to maneuver so patty i just i don't know if you heard me you said i'm still and i go in a funk so i thought you were not in a great space still unfortunately so picking that up initially when i heard your voice but let's get your birth date again and you're in illinois right yes i am january 7th 1955 Happy birthday. I just had a birthday, and I don't think you've called since your birthday. So no, happy I haven't. Birthday. Did you enjoy okay. it all? Well, um, my family um, learned a lot, and it, it's okay. I still love them, um, but 
I, I also know that I'm not really part of this and I'm, you know, um, I, I identified myself more in not taking the things, the position, the, you know, being what they want me to be and, you know, all of that is fine. You know, I feel they've never really known me. And again, I'm not trying to put them down. I love them, but I do see myself as separate and going, letting go of them and going a different way. That's totally um, okay. That is okay. That is okay. Yeah. You know, not all of us need to stick with our families and keep, you know, staying, stay connected. You can go your own way and you don't have to like experience karma for it. You know, a lot of people, you know, I've got to stick it through with these people that I was, that, that I came, you know, came into exactly. the earth in terms of our family relation. That's not necessarily true. Now, what you're looking at right now is going to your sons to stay with them temporarily? Yeah, is that your thing? Yeah, it's, it's an apartment. It's a temporary one. You know, it was kind of like the move happened so fast. And, you know, I grabbed this one and I was there and then he kind of moved in because we're kind of like in the same, you know, like, you know, trying to figure out where to go. Um, and I, I really try not to keep beating myself up about letting that house go, but it really put me in an uncomfortable situation and maybe it's for me to see other things. Um, but it really is, um, wow, what a challenge. Um, I, I, I like to keep my feet on the ground. I love my home. I'm a nester and I, I, I need that. Yeah, and you're one. I mean, your master number is one. That's earth, foundation. Your connection to your home is very important to you. I mean, not that people that aren't ones aren't connected to their homes necessarily, but you have a relationship with earth and your foundation being grounded. That, that's very important for you. Um, and you're asking us whether you should move to your sons temporarily. What we told you before is that we don't think because we talked about a six month while you try to buy something, but Neil, you he, didn't think he, that was a good idea. He's doing really, really, really well. Um, and you know, coming along, and I think we've come to a um, we've come back together, you know, in a in a more respectful way, and he he knows. Yet, you know where who he wants to be, and he's really made a beautiful um, effort, and it shows. And you know he's connected with a couple of spiritual friends that I, I know, and you know they're involved with him too. So the, the process would be the process would be staying with him temporarily, and then trying to maybe buy something in the area that you moved from. Well, I, I really feel like at this stage of the game, I kind of want to rent and kind of feel it out. Yeah, I just kind of want to feel out kind of right now. Okay. Yeah. You know what? You're you're uh, cutting in and out. It's hard for me to hear you. Sorry. If, as long as you're not depleting <clears throat> your savings 
to go toward a down payment for a home or pay for a home if you wanted in the future. I mean, I personally think a six month lease would be okay. And at least you could be on your own, on your own, not with your son, not with your sister. You have your own private space and then you could start looking for a home. I mean, would you be able to afford a home if you did something short term? Yes. It's just that, um, where I'm at, they don't really do six-month leases. I, I kind of got lucky here with this particular apartment that he's in, um, but normally they don't do that. Nobody gives you six-month lease. So Can you do month-to-month? Month? Month? They really don't do month-to-month. Month. I mean, everybody so kind of like him in there. No. I, I have a friend of mine that, that said to me, you know, why don't you come over here a couple of days a week so you don't have to be there all the time. And there's things that I just kind of want to connect to to get myself moving and going. And I'm feeling um, quite isolated. And it's not emotionally helping me here. And, you know, there's always this, you know, she's controlling. And if I show any type of vulnerability, boom, she's, she nails me. So that's my, just, just the way my sister is, you know, and I just really feel like I need to segue out of here for now, get myself kind of moving around. And, um, you know, I've got friends over there, you know, out back there and, you know, things that I, I'm, I'm doing. He, he's actually invited me back, you know, um, <clears throat> because it is, it's it's going to be short term. This place, I think I think it's up. The lease is up in May, and if I wanted to leave prior to that, you know, I will. <clears throat> paying, you'd be paying part of the rent. Yeah. Uh, with the son, I mean, I I don't, and you're no. not paying any rent right now with your sister, but you're not happy. Oh no, I'm not. I am not happy here. Well, you know, if you're not happy with your sister and your attitude is contributing to some maybe delay, if you will, uh, might make sense to exchange your uh, attitude and, and pay a cost for it in terms of living with your son. I think what you've got to do is have a hardcore issue about how much money you you are required to save and how much you want to spend on your peace of mind. But you don't want spending your peace of mind to invade your savings in such a way right. that you've compromised your security and, and ability to yeah. obtain a home. I, what I'm getting as we speak is that you may obtain this home in April. Right now, on with in pencil, looking at April, and um, there's a um, – just curious, have you ever known anyone named April? Some people have those names. April? Yeah. No. No. Is April important to you in any other form of the month uh, for anybody you know? Uh, what, not, was not that I what was your husband's birthday? Just because he could be a four, just out of curiosity. Son, husband, just real quick. Um, his his birthday was uh, December twenty second. Okay, so you're old enough to know. Uh, you know, here's where I'm going with this, and it might seem a little bit 
ridiculous to you, but there, I'm sure you know the singer Pat Boone. You yes, know I know Pat Boone? Well, he, uh, he sent a song called April Love, and it put him on the charts back in the early, late 50s or so, once I had an April Love. Well, for some reason, coming in. Now, I, it just occurred to me that your name is Patty, and I'm looking at Pat Boone, and I happen to have known Pat Boone briefly in the, back in the 70s. And he, uh, he sang the song April Love. So there might be some indication that you, wherever you are, you can put your scope on April in terms of obtaining a property. The other thing I want to ask you is the name Connie. Anybody named Connie? Mm, no. Okay. Well, now, on the other flip side of Pat Boone, there was a singer named Connie Francis. Tragically, yeah. she died early due to cancer, but... Well, there's but, Francis again. Yeah. Interesting. But she was quite renowned and, and all that. Have you heard of her? Yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah. What, so when we're looking at these obscure allusions to uh, people, singers, and whatnot, uh, there might be something thereby connected, so for some reason, if, they're, if we're talking to genuine spirits and whatnot, to connecting that to the image of this April, finding this home in April. So if you want to live with your son for peace of mind and you budgeted correctly and you and you know exactly what you're doing, uh, we could start to tag April. That would be March, February, March, April, three months from now. But keep looking. And you're wanting to buy, she wanting to buy? Or? She wants to buy, but right now she feels like she wants to rent for a while. And we were concerned about that. But uh, what's your husband's year of birth, Patty? Sorry, just to go there for it a was, minute. It was 1960. 1960. He was older. Oh, 50? He was older than me. Yes, that's four, six, seven, seven, eight. What was his monthly day? Well, what's wrong with me? 12, 22, 50, seven, yeah. 17. Five. So he was a twenty-two-four. That's why. That's what I thought. I because he's four. He's four. So that remember, Neil said, "Well, April. What's what's April mean to you?" Said nothing. And I said, "What about the your husband's birthday? Let's get your husband's birthday. His master number is four. That's April is four. Right? Yeah. And in, in fact, his his karmic number is the same as his day 22 but so there's that brings us back you know let's see what happens in between now and maybe mid-february are you are you actively looking for a rental right now yeah I've, i've actually got people um where i i lived looking for me as well because it's you know it's hard to to do it from here but your goal is to buy a home. Do you want to buy a home or a townhouse? I I really don't know. You know that that's just it. I I'm I'm in such a flux with still feeling the loss of of my home. I mean it is it is a grief process. It I still feel that. So yeah, I'm just not quite sure. Um, I, I think what's more important to me is staying connected to people. 
you know, um, having my friends, my spiritual community around me, that's more important to me. What you got to do, Patty, is factor in that you losing your home or selling your home prematurely and having regrets about it is probably was probably due to a karmic wave that pushed you to do it. Well, do you remember why we determined that she sold her home? Yeah. That she would have had fatal accident. Yeah. We were able to identify an accident that happened outside the home and sold their car. So that's, I mean, regardless of that being in the you know, realm I, of possibility. Go ahead. I just never, I never kind of understood that when you picked up on that, because you did say, you know, was there ever an accident? And I said, well, yeah, I mean, it, there was other cars that were hit, but um, Jim's and my car were the only ones that were totaled. And so I didn't really understand how that had, you know, what, what was, what was that? And, you know, what did it have to do with the house? There was some, because you know, have, how, there's a karmic, <laughs> there's karmic element in that, on that land. And together with the fact that you had a home there and you loved your home and everything, there was a past life incident on that land when you were there resulted in death. That energy was not exhausted in that life followed you. It manifested as a tree falling on your car. Not and a tree. It was a tree. No, somebody, well, some girl came somebody and yeah. she was drunk and, you know, just told oh, even worse. worse. Yeah, even worse, worse than a tree. Even worse. That's even yeah. worse. So you see, that's how fat, that's how close you came to revisiting a karma where, in fact, you died on that property. Land on the land. On the land. On the land itself. So, now, so now, would 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 that be true of the people that moved in as well, or is no, it just me? It was tribal. At that time, it was tribal. So there must have been some major massacre mm-hmm. or something that happened on that no, land. No, she's right? asking if the people that moved in are at risk of fatality. No, it's not the no. same karma. Yeah, exactly. The car, it won't be the same karma. They didn't die on that necessarily. I mean, you know, we don't know, but they didn't likely no. die on that land. And you were the one who experienced the totaling of your cars. The only people in the neighborhood who had their cars totaled. Yeah. Only people. Like saying, you know, somebody got hit at, uh, uh, at a boulevard. Now, Am I not allowed to walk on that boulevard? It's different karma. Karma is specific. You know, a tornado goes through and it destroys one home and the next door it doesn't. It's specific. Your karma uh-huh. from a past life was not exhausted. It was still living. When you came back on the earth, that karma was awaiting you. Right now it was a close call. It, it hit your car. What we're saying is that from that incident, it still wasn't exhausted. And had you stayed, there was a strong likelihood that you would be the next victim. And the weird thing is, Patty, that you were so compelled to sell. When we first encountered you on radio, I mean, you were ready to let go of that house. I mean, you wanted to get the right amount of money, obviously, but you were saying, you know, should I, should I sell to these people or do another open house? I really want to move. I want to get rid of this house. So there was something in you that innately knew, I, I believe, was aware that their, that fatality awaited you in that home because you were driven to leave. Now, in hindsight, you're regretting it, but 
and that's normal because it's home you shared with your husband and spent many years in. However, there was something in you that wanted out of there. I, I yeah, but I, I always felt like I wasn't working on myself, so I was blaming my house. That's how I kind of look at it now. Well, you know, there was you, you, oh, you weren't okay. Let's go to a different scenario. You weren't working on yourself because your brain cells were intermingling with whatever you were not doing in that past life. So your 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 body is a byproduct of your soul. And your body and current mind is is compounded by what your soul has gone through. So you're just not patty. You are a a division of energy that has been collected from other past lives. And now you've got the ball. It's like being in a relay race. When you're running, you're also part of the other runner before you. And now you either have to make up speed or you're ahead of the game. When you came here, you were stalled by past life runs in life. And those runs have resulted in in positions of your existence that have been challenging to you and things you couldn't even help. But you've been spared. So the universe is saying, you know, Patty, you're not going to go this time. If, if we you had stayed in that house, then this would have been a finalization of the karma. But the karma is saying you don't have to die this time. You can escape these energies and find a new breath of life without karma in it. That's what you're experiencing forthcoming. And what you're experiencing right now is some confusion because you're dealing with the loss of the home. You know, there's earthly level concerns that are, you know, weighing you down, having to live with your sister, which is not so comfortable. I mean, as far as moving in with your son, that's, if you want to get out of the, the, the immediate uncomfortable environment with your sister, and that's your only option, then, then do it. I mean, do it. And you can always move. You can always move. Right. You see through other people to find why this is coming in or this came in earlier, but the word glaciers, what can you tell me about glaciers near Chicago? They don't have glaciers in Chicago. Have you been to see the glaciers um, on any kind of trip? No. Nothing. No. Well, well okay, so here's, here's what's going on in Kristen's analogy. The glaciers are melting. It's a right. very, very difficult right phenomena that's very, very concerning. Your right. karma is melting. Your karma is melting. The glaciers that, now for you, it's good news. Mm. For the earth, it isn't. But what Kristen's saying is that you're melting away your karma. I believe it too. If I were you, I would, you know, I'm not a fan of this by any means. By any means, I'm not a fan. But I would light a candle for one hour. And do a meditation and keep what light of that candle because I fire. I, you know, I'm, uh, I, I don't like fire. candles. We don't like candles. We don't do that. But yeah, I know. I, 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 I understand. What's she saying? What? What? We've lost you. What did you say? I, I, I understand. And I also, even, even in my grief, I, I do feel there, you know, everyone where they're supposed to be. And, 
for whatever reason, even though I'm sad about it, I do feel that there was a reason that I lost because nothing stopped me. Um, so when, and when I'm looking back at it, I do feel it's karmic. I feel like being with my sister for this time period is karmic. Um, it showed me things that now I can walk away from and let go and feel very confident about it. Um, but the house, yes, I still miss it, but I do feel that there was some karmic reason that I left. Yes. I believe it. And the fact that you encountered us on the show, the first show that we talked to you on, there were validations. We told you, you know, go ahead and sell. I mean, if there was a reason for you not to sell, we should have picked up on that and we would have, I believe. So, you know, based on the track record that we have. So I think I firmly believe we gave you good advice. And, yes, you're going to go through this process of grieving. You are now saying, recognizing, yes, this was a karmic situation. So now you're moving through that. And, of course, it's natural to have grief, but you're going to start on a new page in a more transcendent mode once you get into your permanent place. So that's it. But you were suggesting burn a candle, do a meditation for an hour. I don't know if you burn candles ever. Do you? Yes. Yes. Okay. So do that. Do that. Do a meditation. Not something we typically recommend. If I were you, I would do it, but I would talk to my guide because I think your guide is the one that also pushed you to move. Okay. We all come in with a guide. Right. What guide? That guides us through all of our all of our journeys on the planet. So was your guide that that a lot of times they don't intervene, but in some way this guide did by pushing her to move. So well, you know, I I also feel that my my son had a lot of negativity too about the house, and again, I, I would say, well, it's really not the house. But he, he had that same feeling of, you know, coming back, you know, because he would come back all the time and just feel, even though it was like our family house, you know, so you're attached to it, but there was always this feeling of like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm back here and I don't want to be back here. You know, it was that type of thing all the time for the last few years. It was like that. Yeah. So it wasn't just me, it was him. It was very strongly in him, too. See? So there you go. That just confirms. What's his birthday? Real quick, before we hang up. Um, um, June 23rd. June 23rd, 1983. 19 what? June 23rd. Got it. It's interesting because his birthday is a reflection. His 6-2 is broken up. Had broken up eight essentially, which is in his year eight three. So there's a mirroring, but a broken eight. Do you get that? A mirroring, but a broken eight. Yeah, his six two six. What's six plus two? Oh, I think yeah. I'm sorry. Six plus two I, is I, eight. I, I, right. I'm wondering what you were saying with the, with the mirroring. Right. His, so I'm explaining. Six plus two is eight, right? Uh-huh. And then right. It's, then three, right? His, his born right. in 83. So his 
his his month and day are broken up by a six to three, and then they come together solidly in his eighty three. You see that six and yes. two is eight, so that's a broken eight. Okay. But it it right. reappears in his year in which oh. is good for him actually. But which is about eight, nine, ten, eleven? Twenty two five. Yeah, he's a thirty two five. Well, in any case, and he had some problems with substance abuse, right? Yes. He's he's really working. Yeah, that's great. Uh, Well, go ahead. No, I just think that us breaking away, me leaving completely, um, did a lot of good for, for him and me. Good. So if you need to move in with him, if you think it's the right thing to do, back out, you can always go. You're not bound to it by a lease to that apartment. Exactly. exactly. So you have, you have freedom to move just as you do now. And I would say then if you want to rent something, continue to look. Okay. Appreciate okay. your time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. I, 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 it was, this is very clarifying because I think each time I kept wondering about that karmic thing, you know, when you were saying if you stayed there, if you stayed there. So, yeah, right. I feel like I have a, more, a lot more clarity now. That's great. That's good. Okay. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Okay, Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. And Bye-bye. keep in touch with us. Call us and let us know I'm, how things are going. Through. Okay. okay. And if we are... We are out of time, quite out of time. Um, we're, we're back on there on Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. Bye-bye.